Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Well, Tyler, it's been a long week, but I'm chilling. Oh, that's good. It's good to hear. It's good you're here. It's good to hear that you're chilling at the beginning of 2020. And, you know, it's been about a year of this podcast, and we started off last year with a bunch of lists that we had to do. And that time's come again. We have quite a few lists coming up over the next month, and we are starting off with our most anticipated movies of 2020. Now, last year, we did about 10 apiece. That kind of took a while. We're going to be a little quicker on this, though, and only focus on our top five that we're looking forward to. The only rule for this list is that it needs to have a confirmed date of coming out in 2020. So, no, Mike, you cannot say you are excited for the next Avengers movie, whenever that may be. I'd be more excited for the Batman at this that- point. That's true, and but that has that has a set date, and it'll be on your list next year. And maybe if it doesn't get pushed back in, but we're not here to talk about this. That's true. All right, so because we have quite a few movies to get through, I'll start off quickly first with my number five, which is Godzilla vs. Kong. That actually did get pushed back from March to November, so cutting it close, but still in 2020. Unlike everyone else, I liked the new Godzilla movie, the one from 2014. I thought it was Okay to good. And I liked the uh, King of the Monsters. Everyone complained about how there wasn't enough monster fights. I feel they delivered on that. And now I get to see Godzilla beat the shit out of King Kong. Uh, sure, why not? You know, I like Skull Island too. So far for me, this franchise has been pretty good. Okay. I mean, I can't really agree with you or disagree with you. So I'm going to let you have your anticipation for that. Thank you. So what's your number five? My number five is going to be... Marvel's Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson finally gets her own movie in the universe. God knows how many years later. They they kill off her character, and they're giving her some backstory. So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know exactly how high my expectations are for this. Um, it seems to be like they're going a little bit more of a comedic route from the early trailers. But, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what more of her backstory is yeah i agree with you i mean uh the, the trailer didn't uh captivate me as much but you know scarlett johansson has done great with the characters so i'm looking forward to uh marvel studios giving her a proper send-off with her own movie because i mean she kind of deserved it at this point so i'm looking forward to it yeah uh next on my list is the gentleman and it is actually the, i think the closest one coming out comes out in a few weeks and it's a guy it's a guy Ritchie movie but this ain't no King Arthur. We're modern day. We're in England. It's gang activity. And stars Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. It's got a pretty good cast. So as long as the reviews aren't shit, this should be a classic Guy Ritchie movie. And obviously, if that's what it is, you can sign me the hell up. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Guy Ritchie usually does some excellent films. And... I don't know much about the movie, but I'm also excited for it. I wouldn't say it's in my top five, though. But like the gentleman, I'm going to be talking about Kingsman as okay. my number four because it it be I like the franchise. The first one's obviously better than the second, no doubt. But this was still a lot of fun to watch. You got some really good cameos, so hopefully, and also we've always wondered. If you've seen the movies, when did this all really start? Because they never pinpoint it when it started. 
now we're gonna know we're gonna know who the first Arthur is and see the whole backstory of how and why the Kingsman Society formed. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. And obviously, it looks like based on trailers, uh, Rasputin is going to be one of the villains. So, sure, this should be very interesting. It, it should be. I was like, all right, if you're going there, I mean, I have heard of the song. You can't kill Rasputin, you know. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, didn't they? Because uh, he was assassinated in real life. He was some. What? I think he was, but it took like how many attempts to actually kill him? Yeah, they poisoned him, didn't work. They stabbed him, didn't work. And then they thought he was dead, but apparently he actually died by drowning because they put him in a barrel, filled it with stuff, and threw it in the ocean or river, whatever. But apparently he died by drowning, finally. I wonder if that'll be uh, like a montage of the Kingsmen formed and like they try to assassinate him through all those methods and they keep failing. I could see that. I believe it happened all in one night. He was poisoned, he was shot, he was stabbed. And then finally he was drowned. God, if that happened all in one night, it's like... I feel yeah. like, I, I feel at that point he should just live based on the fact that he survived all that. Yeah, well, we're going to find out, hopefully. All right, my third place is No Time to Die. This is now officially Daniel Craig's last movie as James Bond. I'm looking forward to it because I've enjoyed more or less his set of James Bond movies. Um, you got a new director, which is good. Uh, and his CIA friend, Felix Slater, is back, hopefully for at least a little bit. He's one of my more favorite characters from the Daniel Craig Bonds. And I did kind of miss him in the last two movies. So as long as they can give him a proper ending, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. But the last Spectre kind of let me down a little bit. Oh, you yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's why I'm happy with the new director. Getting off that real high from Skyfall which I brought it back because, you know, Casino Royale was amazing. Quantum fell off a little bit, then Skyfall brought it back kicking, and uh, then Spectre kind of happened. But, you know, hopefully they bring it back again because it seems like odd movies or odd number movies seem to be their strong points. Yeah, apparently this would be the yeah, Casino, Skyfall, and that is be number five. So, so go based on that, they... this, this is going to be amazing. All right. So my number three is Wonder Woman 84. Um, I enjoyed the first movie. You know, I'm a big DC guy. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is beautiful choice. Completely killed it in the first movie. Awesome in Batman vs Superman. Awesome in Justice League. I'm a fan of her character, and um, a little curious on how they play out this timeline. Now that kind of the whole DCEU is up in the air, they're bringing Steve Trevor back. I kind of want to know how that happened, or is happening. So. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, trailer was good. And I, I am also very curious how to handle because it seems like for right now, Warner Brothers, like the, the DCU exists and we'll move on. However, it'll be a little looser. So they're connected, but it's not like force fed characters in other movies to set up something. If they want to set up something, they can just do it. But again, like you said, this movie set in the 80s. So. Which is probably for the best because they don't have to tie in much. Correct. It's still their singular stories, which yep. they seem to be doing better at. Yeah, just do a standalone story, throw in a couple of Easter eggs, connecting it to the universe, you have your movie. So my second place, it is Dune. And I know it's based off a book and there was a movie about it already in the 80s. But the director is doing this. I don't need to look at anything else. It's directed by Dallas, uh, Dennis Villanueva, who... 
I think, maybe my favorite director now of all time or second favorite. If you do not know what movies he has made, he has made Prisoners, Arrival, Blade Runner 2049, to name a few. All of them critically acclaimed, all of them great movies. So the fact that he is doing a futuristic sci-fi one, kind of like Blade Runner, but a bit more different. He's got a stacked cast. He's got Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, uh, Javier Bardem, Rebecca Ferguson. He's got a huge stack cast, sci-fi setting, great director. Why not? You know? And the reports are there is a part two for this movie, assuming this one does well. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but it does have a star-stacked cast. See, that? that's what I want. I don't want to know anything. I'll watch the trailer, and that's it. I'm going to go in blind. I'm not going to read the book. Yeah. Well, we still got a little bit of while to go for that one. Yeah, I got pushed back to December, so almost another full year. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't get pushed back again. All right, so my number two is Christopher Nolan's Tenant. I think we all love Christopher Nolan's work. Yep. Uh, this seems like it deals a bit with time travel a little bit. Maybe not necessarily full-blown time travel, if that's what you want to call it, but messing with time, time bending, whatever. The first trailer, if it didn't really confuse the fuck out of you, I don't know what to tell you because it confused the shit out of me. But all I know is I need more. Uh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you to the point that this is going to be quick. My number one is Tenet. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. make, make it short. And Christopher Nolan loves, I don't know why now, but it's just him. He loves using time in his movies. Uh, Inception, uh, Interstellar, Dunkirk have used time as a plot point in some way. Or like Dunkirk, more specifically, how they lay out the movie. So now you have a movie where there are these uh, pockets of time where it's reversed compared to everything else, like the car crash you see in the trailer. So, okay, fuck it, sure. I mean, why not? And then the two main leads, John David Washington, Robert Patterson. Well, uh, John David Washington is the main, main lead. I think Robert Patterson uh, being the second lead for this summer blockbuster is very big for him because a lot of people still know him as the Twilight dude. And right uh, right now they're, they're giving him shit. For being Batman, and I'm like, I mean, Mike, you and I have heard about his work on the indie movies, right? Smaller ones like Lighthouse, and he's getting good reviews for those. Yeah, I mean, I watched a Good Time that mm-hmm. he was in. He gave an amazing performance. You so, know, I he wasn't a fan that he was cast as Batman at first, but after watching Good Time, it really proved he can actually do some really good serious roles. Yeah, so I think if this movie works out for him, I think this is the movie, because this is a summer blockbuster, so everyone will go see it. They'll be like, okay, now I think he can do Batman. So this sets him up perfectly the following year, next summer with the Batman. So for him, this should be really good. Yep. But, uh, and it's yeah. going to be good for him as well because Christopher Nolan directed a Batman movie. So maybe he could get some tips, pointers. Oh, yeah, that's true. While filming this, if he didn't, you know, he's been asking tips on how to do fight scenes and stuff. It's like, sure. And then look for John David Washington, too. I mean, I haven't said much about him, but, you know, he's starting to become big now. Uh, you know, he first really started on the Ballers TV show, but with that ended, he was in the uh, Spike Lee movie last year. Now he's in a summer movie now. It's like, it looks like his career starting to take off as well, which is good to see. He's a good actor. Yes. I guess you could say he, t- he takes after his father. Indeed. All right. I'll make this one short and sweet. My number one is Birds of Prey. It's Interesting seems to me like they took a lot of the good from Suicide Squad and gave it its own movie because obviously Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn was a spot-on casting choice. She really kills the role. 
I'm excited to see her kind of get her own take in the movie. And Ewan McGregor is Black Mask. Do I need to say more? When has Ewan McGregor really ever let us down? That's true. Well, I'm surprised you put it that high. Because next month, if it turns out he is barely wearing the actual Black Mask, uh, just going to let everyone here know, we are going to hear Mike raging about it and how unhappy it is. Which, yeah. which is fair. If he's only in the Black Mask for like five minutes, I agree. But I'm surprised with that big of a risk, considering it seems to be like an origin story for him, that you're putting a number one on the list. But we'll see how it goes. Yep. Because uh, th- there has been a lot of rumors uh, that based on reshoots that he is wearing the black mask for at least a third of the movie. Then it's like the final fight. So it looks like based on rumors, he at least wears it. Just don't know how long. But uh, yeah, it does, it does seem like uh, compared to 2019, 2020 is a lot quieter. There's no massive blockbuster. There's no Star Wars, no Avengers. Um, which, I mean, I'm fine with. I mean, we haven't done the episode yet, but a lot of my more favorite movies this year have been the smaller ones. So, Indeed. as long as there's some of those this year, should be a solid year. But, Mike, if anyone wants to let us know about their most anticipated movies of 2020, where can they let us know about it? Well, as always, you can let us know by email, which is entertainmentexpansion at outlook.com. Don't like that option. Come on down to our Instagram page, Entertainment Expansion. Direct message us leave a comment on our latest post and you will have a chance for your comments to be read live on the air by either me or Tyler. And thirdly, come on down to our YouTube channel. We got a whole lot of content there. Check it out. That's right. And uh, yeah, and hopefully 2020 is a good year for movies. That's it for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.